Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Family Writing Journey. Today, we have a special guest. Sarah. In the podcast studio. And when I say the podcast studio, I guess we've never described it, but it is the unheated, uh, <laughs> partially finished basement office with one of those really small windows in the corner, which actually has got a bush in front of it anyway. So, but here we are in the podcast studio. And today we'll be talking about what? About feedback, how to give feedback, how to take feedback. <laughs> how to receive it gently and how to give it gently. Anyway, Sunny has a little and this is, thought here. This is um, on our minds lately because Sarah and I have been in the process of giving and receiving feedback. Um, I have finished the draft of my second book and Michael has read it recently and given feedback. And then more recently, Sarah read it and we got together last week to kind of talk about the feedback. So it seemed like a fun time to have this as a topic on the show. Yeah. So, and also, I guess it wasn't that recently, but I feel like I kind of recently got feedback from you and Matthew on my book as well. That's right. It's, it's been a couple of weeks. And you're but in the process of editing right now. So yeah, based on that. From feedback, yeah. So. And Sarah has not gotten a lot of feedback because of a limited sharing. Yeah, it's not that I'm... Um, not sharing on purpose. Uh, I have just not shared. <laughs> I, I shared a, a, a chapter, I think, with Sunny when we were, had our lovely writer's retreat, which is the last time that I was on the podcast. And, um, and so I have some experience with, um, with sharing and receiving feedback from that. But mostly what I've been able to do is is give feedback, which is probably <laughs> infinitely easier. I gave feedback both to Michael and to Sunny. So, well, what's that like then? What is it like to you know read someone's work? What What do you feel when you're doing that? Yeah, so reading was was the easy part, right? Because that I did in the privacy of my own home at my own pace for both of your books, and and you know, obviously, I read them both in different ways. They are totally different books, and had. I had completely different experiences in giving feedback to you. And I think that that is, you know, the way it probably always is that, you know, Michael, for your feedback, I think I focused more on um, little details structure. We talked a lot about developing your scenes and your world and your characters. And for Sunny, I think we talked more about general concepts and um, more overarching kind of ideas about the book. So the experiences were really different and I'm sure you guys received them differently. And they were just different too. You know, Michael and I, I don't know if you remember, but we sat out on my porch and it was a beautiful sunny day. And, you know, Sunny right. and I sat in at the dining room table and talked about it over a cup of coffee. So, you know. And it's a good point that there are lots of different ways to read someone else's work. And, and I've also done this several times and I've, I've done it by making comments on the Google doc. Um, I did that for somebody's book early on. You did that for me once. Um, I've done it by just taking notes on paper um, and even, and I've liked the, the notes on paper better because the Google doc comments take a long time to do so as a as a re as a reader 
I'm spending a lot of time. Oh, I did it once by taking notes on my phone. That was also time consuming. Yeah, I think you said you didn't like that. I didn't. I thought the most efficient was just to jot notes down on Separate. paper. What did you guys think about? I I also wrote down on by hand on paper for mm -hmm. for both of you. Although with Michael's, I I perceived it as a Google document, and so it was. I started to try to fiddle with that, but I'm not really very techy. And so for me, it was just much faster and more efficient to make a quick page reference and then make a note and and go with it in that in that way. So there's different technical ways you can do it. And then there's also, like you said, Sarah, kind of different levels. And mm -hmm. I had that experience of giving both in-depth feedback or kind of the more global feedback. Yeah. And it depends what someone has asked you to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Obviously. And I will say like from the last book that you wrote, that I read, I did it twice. So I just wanted to just read it and I didn't write anything down and I was engaged by it and I was sort of just drawn along the story. So I just read it and got some overall vibes. And I, I remember a few things that I sort of thought, but I didn't, I didn't write anything down. I didn't remember where they were. So I just read it, you know, relatively quickly. And then I read it again and did a sort of on my on a notepad just a chapter by chapter like hey what about this here and you know this is not editing this is not looking for or this is not a certain kind of editing you know i was not doing it to check grammar and spelling and and you know agreement and things along those lines not that you would ask me to do those things but <laughs> <laughs> i don't think I you in that. particular need to ask me for that and i could ask for the other kind of help from you guys but so, and, and I do think early in, in your process, probably both Sarah and I did give you some of that, um, you know, feedback on your on the mechanics of your prose, as well as, you know, sort of content things. So and when I, you started, I remember you saying you would take any and all kinds I of I did feedback. say that. And I want to talk about that later because I have sort of changed my mind on that one. But yeah, I did want any and all feedback and I really needed it. I don't know if other people want, you know, I guess it depends, right? It just, it depends what you ask for. Well, and I think it's like a lot of things in this process. The first time we did it, I think we didn't know, we didn't know what to ask for. And and I felt like the first time I read someone's book, which I think was yours, Michael, or maybe it was Matthew's. I, I don't know. I felt like I, I didn't really know what I was doing as a, as a reader right, trying but... to give feedback either. And I feel like I've gotten a little bit better. Yeah. And you, of course, have read, you know, tons and tons of student papers and things along those lines. So you're capable of looking at it from a lot of different directions. Well, thanks. <laughs> so, so what's easy and hard about being a reader? I love, I love, I think, you know what, I think most people probably love being a reader because, you know, you're reading someone else's work. It's interesting to see what they made. But and what's hard? Oh, wait, I wasn't through it. It's easy. But, and it's also like, it's, it's kind of easy to critique things too. Not, not to say that in a negative way, but you know, you do notice things and you know, our minds find patterns and, and where there's, where the pattern doesn't fit. It's, you know, it probably makes for easier reading when you're noticing things. So that's what's easy. I haven't found any of it hard. I don't know. Or well, I'm sorry. I'm... For me, I, I think what I liked best about reading for, for both of your stories was that it was it was almost like writing. It was almost like I wrote your books, even though I obviously did not write your books and I don't mean to take the credit from it, but 
but that's how it kind of felt because I was part of that process. And I knew that whatever feedback I gave you, you would listen to, and maybe, you know, you would incorporate a little bit of it. It was almost like writing a book really fast and then getting right to that point of it, because it, you know, you're not reading a finished product. You're not reading a done deal with, you know, packaging on it and everything. And so being right in there as a writer, it was like I had was immersed in writing these stories myself, not just reading them, but but actually creatively writing them and rewriting them in my head and thinking, oh, well, I would add this. And so I think if you love writing, you probably love being a first reader because it gives you that chance to, you know, it's like a little boost yeah. on, on, on a new book. And I, 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 that was the best part for me. And of course your stories were, were, you know, they were so different and I knew ahead of time from Sunny, what she, what type of feedback she wanted. And I knew from you, Michael, that you were more open to, you know, that was early on in our process. Right. And I think you were really open to any kind of feedback. And so, um, you know, I, they were, they were different experiences, but I liked that, that feeling of, of being so involved in that, in that creative process, you know. Because yeah. you were both so receptive. That's to really the, nice. To that, that's yeah. nice for you to say. And I and that is a fun kind of connection to the idea that you, you don't really write in a vacuum. You write, no. yeah. you know, with the idea. We talked last week, Sarah, about the idea of audience and the idea of, you know, kind of writing, writing, but thinking about the person who's going to be reading your book. Well, I always think it when I read a book that's been printed by someone, you read the who they give their thanks to at the beginning. And so many authors will list 20 people that were instrumental in the creation of their book. And, and you just realize like how far we have to reach into our families and our communities and our friends to get everything we need to create a finished product. And so it was just, it really played that out in real time for me. You know, I've always looked at that and thought, oh, I, I wonder if someone would ever say thanks to Sarah for helping. And, and now, are you and angling now, for that now? Is that, well, is that what's happening? <laughs> is that that obvious? Uh, <laughs> so, Sunny, what, or, or Sarah, either one, what's, what's hard about reading and, and getting that? In a way, I would say it, it might be partly the flip side of what Sarah just said that, especially for, for beginner readers like us, we are reaching out to our families or our friends to do those first reads. So I really thought that the there was a challenge in just the sensitivity. I mean, of course, you know, you always want to be sensitive, even if you're reading, you know, somebody's work who you don't know. But I really felt like, especially with you, Michael, there was like a sensitivity issue because I want to be respectful to your work. I want to be helpful. But at the same time, I love you and care about you as a person. I don't want to say something that, right. might, you know, so so I think trying to find that line between giving constructive feedback that the person can use and some of that is not, you know, it's not always positive or it's not you should take positive. up another hobby like that no yeah, I know. So, so so i think that to me that's been the biggest challenge i guess is is getting the the tone and the level of feedback right which is partly a matter of reading what the person wants from me and yet you can't just give someone what they want you have to say the hard things sometimes right. and you know and i think that for both of you i said things that probably hit kind of hard i although maybe i don't i don't yeah, quite remember Michael whether or not that was as true for you. But Sunny, I know that I, I made some comments on your story that I think kind of hit hard. And 
I, but I needed to say those things because they were true for me. They, they don't make it true for all of your first readers. Of course, you'll have people who will read and won't give you that, that same critique in the same way at all. But I think it is still important to be really honest. And that can, that, that part is hard. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, I've had a lot of experience as a, as a professor in my, in my day job, um, where I'm giving feedback to students often on kind of extensive scholarly work. And it's the same thing. And, and I often have to have a conversation at the beginning of the semester where I say, you know, I have a ton of respect for all of you, but I'm not going to be sugarcoating this because if I do, I don't, it's not helping you to grow as a writer. And so I think I told you the story, Michael, about the student who, who said she, she totally wanted all the constructive feedback, but she just said, could I also just put a little smiley face on the top of every one of her <laughs> And I said, sure, that was fine, you know. So there's the issue of kind of efficiency, honesty, you know, really what's going to help the person. Yeah, I think that will transition us into receiving feedback because that that is where it gets a little harder. You know, you have to be sensitive. And, you know, when you receive feedback, how do you how do you then receive it? And I think we're all probably different. Now, of course, you want to get the kind of feedback you asked for. So if if it sort of starts to go tangentially, that might irritate one. But if you've if you've asked for a certain kind of feedback, what I particularly like is that that happy sandwich or whatever you call it. You know, I, I want like the nice in the beginning, the the critique in the middle, and then something nice in the end, you know, like, oh wow, this was super great. I like this in particular. Hey, you could work on this and then finish off with that was really great work or <laughs> not, maybe not that, but I really like the nice sandwich it's where, you know, there's, it starts and finishes with nice things. And, and you're then, okay. And I'm the, okay. Even if they're a, made there's up. There's a lot of meat in the middle. <laughs> well, all right. Which are we so, laughing about? <laughs> all right. So it's personally, <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> we're all, you know, we can all get defensive, right? So me as much as anybody. And what I like, what, what's easiest for me, and we've sort of played around with a little bit, I like to get the written feedback first. So if someone would jot down a bunch of notes, I like to see that not with them around. And that way I can storm around. I don't really, but theoretically, like in my mind, I could pace around and say, what were they thinking? That's not what I meant by this at all. And it was clear that, you know, so you sort of get that out of your system alone. <laughs> and then give it a little bit of time to sit on it and then maybe meet with them and, and ask some questions about the feedback that they've given you written. That's my going forward. I think that's going to be my, my preference of how I receive feedback alone in a quiet place where I can rant if I want to. Sarah was really, really gracious about asking me how I would want to receive feedback, but we didn't really do it before we started. We kind right. of, we kind of, so because I said sort of something similar to Michael that especially because your feedback did have that one piece that was very big and it and it kind of distracted me from thinking about some of your other feedback because I was focused on that sort of my mind was turning on that big thing. So I don't know if that would be the same for everybody. Um, the other thing is like the difference between, Sarah, you got some feedback on just a single chapter. Yes. I, I was just thinking that, that I think that my experience of, of receiving feedback is probably very different because I had a, a chapter 
um, that was really difficult for me to write and embarrassing and just kind of like it felt awful and awkward. <laughs> and that was the chapter I then for some reason decided to receive feedback. Yeah, on. that seems odd. It was odd. It was an odd <laughs> choice. But I think in that moment, you know, we were at the writer's retreat and I was just all in and I went for it. And I think that, you know, it would be better for me to get a, a big picture type of feedback because, you know, just receiving feedback on a small portion of the work or an, er or an area for anyone that a small area that was problematic or difficult, like your, your emotions are already really heightened around that. And I, you know, was able to hear what you had to say and actually used a lot of your feedback right away to make some very key big changes, which was great. And, but I think that, you know, I might have walked away from it feeling better if I had, if there had been a broader scope to your critique, because, you know, that would have given you more opportunity to sandwich. Mm -hmm. um, and not, not that you were too critical, but I was asking you to critique such a small thing when, when you say this is wrong, then, you know, it's wrong. And then, <laughs> so there's not a lot of sandwiching in that scenario. So I would highly recommend that, that first readers read a, a bulkier portion of the of the work as opposed to just picking out problem areas because problem areas are really sensitive to the writers yeah or or not or or picking out a a, a section you think is actually okay it i guess it depends what you're looking for like hey what do you think about the pacing not overall pacing of the book but what do you think about the pacing of this chapter of, of the action in this scene i i think for me i might you know, I've only got given people entire work, which is, you know, there's a lot of mistakes in my initial drafts too, which is a lot to ask of, of yeah. a reader. So I think for me going forward, I might just sort of pick out little sections, which I think is easier for everybody involved. You know, I, one of the things that I've thought about too, in, in relationship to tonight's podcast and to the idea of feedback is, and it, it relates back to those those um, sections at the front of a book where I can't think of the name, where they say thank you to everyone, looking for an expert in the area that you're looking for feedback, I think might be helpful. I was writing a love scene that Sonny was critiquing. And I, at that time, Sonny, I know you hadn't read an awful lot of romances. So getting your perspective on that was helpful, but I think it would have been nice too to receive the um the feedback from someone who was an avid romance reader likewise i let i let my husband chris read it who has never read a romance novel in his life and i don't think has read anything except nonfiction scholarly works on grapevine growing for the last <laughs> 25 years so 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 his feedback on a romance novel you know is is it's 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 a good experience but it's also a little bit feels a little bit like it's not quite enough so i think that you know in future for myself if i have an area of the book that i'm struggling with you know because of the content or something like that that might be a good place to really seek out to really spend the time to think about who who would be the best resource for this what person would be the person that would really be able to you know meet this need and i think that's really um i think that's really insightful and, and true and we've been kind of lucky in our mini group that michael and matthew and i are all writing fantasy so we're in the same 
genre. So we kind of understand genre expectations for each other, which has been helpful. And then I've also turned to Michael in particular for things like fight scenes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you with your background in martial arts and, you, you know, not that, not that you're running around fighting with people, but I really am. It's, <laughs> I usually do it before I get home it's from work, but, problem. um, <laughs> But no, but you were tremendously helpful in writing those scenes. I mean, almost like choreographing those scenes for me in a way, like how would somebody fall or what direction would somebody step? So I do think mm -hmm. there's there's looking for an expert in content and then there's also looking for an expert in genre. Yes. And both those things can be a little hard for new writers because we tend to be relying heavily on our family. family. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that really is true. and. While I needed a ton of feedback and I'm still going to be like for years, probably working on the initial feedback I got from everyone. I thought the same thing in reverse for Sarah, what you were saying about um, the romance stuff. I was thinking, you know, fantasy and sci-fi, there's often multiple mm -hmm. points of view that changes and, yes. and there aren't expectations like the romance. If there's a component there, it can be like heavy or light and it can include various people. And, it, there, there are no particular expectations along that. Whereas you might read something and think, "Hey, you didn't complete this, right. or this doesn't make any sense." Mm -hmm. That's so very true. When I, for both of your your books, when I read them, I was a little bit at sea because there were there were worlds that I did not understand. There were signs that I should have picked up that I did not pick up. We don't have those things in a romance novel. There's not a, a, a you know whatever the magic thing is or the two moons or however we want to talk about it. And so it was, it was really difficult to, you know, to know exactly how the feedback should come to you because I had just so many questions about the genre mm -hmm. and that, and likewise, Sunny, when I gave you your feedback, I think I, I focused a lot on the, re the relationship part and the way that you had written the relationships, mm -hmm. which I hope was good and and helpful to you, but I know it didn't have as much to do with your overall story, but your story did have relationship components that, you know. It did, and, that, and I really considered that almost like looking to an expert on that piece of the content, sort of in a similar way that I might look to Michael for expertise on, you know, some other part. Right, but the expectations are different when yeah. it's not really in that genre. Yeah, it's it's tricky, and that that you know we'll wrap up in a few minutes here. But Sarah wasn't here for our last podcast, but Michael and I had a little bit of a a lively debate about genre expectations and how mm. to what extent you really need to write to what the audience expects, given the kind of book that it is. So so yeah, that definitely. Well, you know where I weigh in on that. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly that you need to write you need to write for your audience yes. and not and not just for yourself. I mean. Yes. Your, your your creative concept comes from your heart, but then you write it for your readers. And that's so. very much what your brother-in-law said to me too. So yeah, so when we're when we're asking for feedback now, it you know it gets a little trickier as time goes by, you know, and and I'm not there, but you know, for you, Sonny, you know, you're a pretty decent writer here. Well, you're you're a great writer, you're a pretty decent fiction writer. And, you know, who do you who do you ask for for, you know, do you do you continue to listen to me? Do you continue to listen to Sarah? Do you, you know, or, or Matthew, it, it, I don't know. It's something to think about because, you know, our opinions and our thoughts might be wrong. <laughs> I mean, in the initial stages, I think that's, you know, Hey, does this make any sense? Did I leave anything out? Right. All that stuff is, 
anyone could sort of pick that up. But, you know, does this work? Well, it might work in a different genre, you know, for a different reader, it might. So it's hard. And I, boy, I've thought a lot about that issue of like the individual reader, you know, to what extent is there really, quote unquote, true advice for any book, you know, or, or to what extent is it at least partly the perception of that particular reader? And, and I guess when you're talking about professional editors, they must be able to kind of take it to another level so that they can think about it separate from their own individual beliefs. But I, but I do think, and I'm curious, we, Sarah, you and I talked about the example of the, the particular kind of um, turning point chapter in my current draft that really struck you in a really different way than it struck mm -hmm. Michael. Mm -hmm. And as a, as the author receiving both those pieces of feedback, it was, so I'm, I am a little unsure what to do with it. Um, and I've kind of used both your perspectives to just focus my own attention back on that chapter, but I'm not exactly sure whether to, you need what a, to do with it. You need a tiebreaker. You need a third reader. I mean, two, I well, think Matthew's two in the is, process of reading. I think he hasn't yeah. quite gotten to that chapter yet. Yeah, so that's I think he's close though. I'm not sure how, how it is out in, in the world of real writing, but I imagine that real writers have many first readers and that it's not, it's that, that we all need to admit that it's not enough to, you know, feel brave enough to share it to the one person who happens to be related to us. You know, we're going to need to stretch. We're going to need to find a genre group that we meet with or an online forum or something where, where we put things out there. And because I think two readers, you know, we're just tied. <laughs> and that's so, not good enough. So before we wrap up, just for myself, I wanted to say for me going forward, I actually don't think I need much more feedback right now. If Matthew were here, he would say, you know, you just need to write more. And I totally think he's right now. I think I needed all that feedback in the beginning, but I, I can read my stuff now and see what the main issues are. They're very obvious, you know, so I think I need to get to a better level. I need to write a lot more before I even ask for any more feedback. So that that's my personal plan. And I definitely think that you've done a great job of taking some of that initial basic kind of feedback and using it like your second book is a lot better than your first book in some of the basic ways some of the things that you know Sarah and Matt mm -hmm. and I talked you know talked about yeah. in the beginning you're now doing so I appreciate that but I know that same stuff needs to get like three or four levels higher I'm waving my hands in yeah. upward motion <laughs> yeah. for our listeners <laughs> so are either of you going to do anything different with feedback or still still sort of up in the air on on I would encourage Sarah to get some feedback. So yeah. do some more sharing. I haven't finished my book. And so I've, I've been, you know, you guys have both handed over finished work yeah. for me to read. Finished and drafts. So I guess I'm wondering if maybe, if maybe an idea to consider would be to let, let there be, you know, a moment here where people read something that's not, not done, you know, would you read the first half of a book or, cause that's, that's where I am sort of. Yeah. So, well, if you want, if you thought there would be any benefit from it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would. think there would be a benefit. Absolutely. Because I know that I've already got some areas that, that could probably <laughs> really use some, some revising. So I think my takeaway is just that getting and <clears throat> receiving feedback is is part of the process of developing as a writer, just like every other thing we've talked about. Like, it's not automatically easy to give someone else feedback and it's not 
always easier, comfortable to receive feedback. So I think that's the tougher. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's good to sort of think about giving and receiving feedback as just one more skill that we're building and something that like everything else takes, you know, takes some, some time. Yes. As far as I, I, I'm not dodging the question of what I'm going <laughs> to do, but maybe just slightly. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I am sharing my book with a couple. I mean, I am planning to share it um, with another family member soon. So it may not solve some of these problems, but it's, you know, every time you share it, it's it's a stretch and it, it it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a little grace for all of us in the giving and the receiving of, yes. of feedback. Right. Yes. yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, and everybody, good luck with your own writing journey. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.